Welcome again to the Men of Iron podcast. My name is Jeff, and I got my guy Justin over here. How you doing, man? Hey, doing well. Doing, doing well. Good. All right, good. Yeah, cool. Are you? Are you doing well? I'm good, man. You know, it's Valentine's week. Yeah. What What does <laughs> Valentine's look like for Justin and Jenna? Ah, uh, well, um, I don't. I've got a couple days still, so uh, I don't want to put everything out there. Um, but <laughs> I hear that we'll we'll do a date. We don't, we're neither one of us are gift givers, which is great uh, that we are compatible in that. Neither one of us are. That's not a love language of ours to mm-hmm. give or receive. So it does yeah. set the the bar low for both of us. So just quality time uh, together. So getting out on a date, uh, being intentional with our conversation, and yeah. um, I don't know if we'll. Sometimes we've like even just gone away for a night, you know, uh, even just locally. I don't know yeah. if we're going to get a chance to do that this year or not, but um, keep it simple. We spend yeah. some good quality time together. What about you? Do you guys? You know what, man? I'm the romantic one in yeah. our relationship, and it's so strange. Like I've already like done the whole thing, wrote this beautiful note in a card, and and like gotten her a gift, and she's like, "Oh my word, I forgot all about it," and I'm like. Well, that kind of jacks the whole yeah. thing up, doesn't it? But we're kind of the same way. Neither of yeah. us are gift givers. Yeah. Uh, I'm quality time. She's acts of service. So over the years, you kind of figure that stuff mm-hmm. out and you start, you know, doing whatever you got to do. But so the, the point is, wherever you are, man, sir, where if you, you got to know your lady. OK, this week is it like yes. she enjoys gifts, even that that's not your thing. You can still get a gift if it's quality yeah. time, make a date, be intentional, write a poem, like what it is. I mean, this is a big deal. Yep. Yep. Especially and if your wife thinks it's a big deal. It's her love language, not yours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Keep yep. that in line. Right. Well, hey, we are continuing on with our uh, series here called Faith Conversations for Men. If you were able to hear last week, we were talking about being a Christian at work. We had a great conversation around that. And Justin, today we are talking about dealing with church hurt. Yeah. Man, this is a monster topic mm-hmm. and, you know, thinking through like what we want to accomplish with this. I mean, we could talk a whole series just on this alone. Um, but the overarching goal I think we want to have is we want to figure out what church hurt is and we want to have some practical steps on what we can do about it if we've, if we've been a victim or we know a victim of it. So um, I know you spent most of your life at, in or around the church mm-hmm. and, and I'd love just to hear you kind of let me know how big of an issue you think this is. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, so my dad was a youth pastor my entire life. So we always lived in the church parsonage. So we were like on mm. campus, like uh, whatever church we were at all the time. I mean, that yeah. life revolved around my dad's church position. So um, somehow, I don't, I don't feel like I personally experienced a lot of church hurt uh, you know, knew of families or individuals that were going through hard times because of the church and their involvement. I, I experienced it more from the side of like seeing what my, my dad and my mom went through being in uh, church ministry mm-hmm. full time. Uh, and I think that's where I saw a, a couple of times through our lives, some significant times where they felt like church leadership or uh, part of the congregation just kind of let them out to dry uh, mm, and, and yeah. didn't deal with uh, situations and, and their relationship in a way that was really honoring to them, mm-hmm. uh, honoring to the Lord. And, and it, each situation was a little different right. uh, dynamic, but it ultimately came down to feeling like the, the bonds of unity and family that church should feel like uh, they, they were betrayed by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that was hard to see 
especially my dad who's given his life in, and my mom as a pastor's wife, giving their lives to the church and feeling like that calling was the source of hurt yeah. and suffering to them and our family. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is a tricky conversation, right? Because the church is the hope of the world. Mm. I mean, it really is in, in so many ways. And, and we're not trying to necessarily bring a dark light to the church, but um, it's a big deal. There's estimates as much as 60% of Christians have been impacted in a negative way through some type of church mm. hurt. And so we want to get into talking about what church hurt is, first of all. And how I want to start that is actually by talking about what it isn't, mm. oddly enough. But, um, you know, I think if you are being held accountable to something by someone who is honoring and in line with scripture and handling it in a way that is for your growth and for your uh, sake, um, I think that it sometimes can get confused with the Holy Spirit working with you <laughs> uh, to try to help uh, convict you and guide you and things like that. Those, those things are not church hurt. Mm. Church hurt is a lot different than that, but you need to have spiritual accountability in your, in your life. Mm -hmm. And we're called as Christians to help each other and hold each other accountable mm -hmm. to a certain standard for other Christians, right? Other yeah. Christ followers. So you're saying like, just cause it's uncomfortable and mm -hmm. hard does not necessarily automatically mean it's yeah. I'm hurt and I need to get out of here and I'm being abused right. by, you know, my yeah. brother or my leader. Like, I mean, as a silly explanation could be, you know, if someone comes to you and says, hey, man, your drinking is getting a little out of hand and you're like, well, I like drinking and you can't mm -hmm. tell me that. Yeah, that's not church or right. that's somebody looking out for you. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, the, obviously there's ways that you do that. But yeah. um, so, you know, with that in mind, like how would you start to describe and define what church hurt really is? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of times it comes down to those relationships that even maybe started off with an intention or expectation, like you're saying, like, this is for my good. Uh, this, this leader, this group, this individual, this couple, like they're looking out for us. They're pointing me to the Lord. I can trust them. Mm. And then that trust is broken. And, and that can happen in a lot of different ways. It can look like the extreme of, you know, literal abuse. You know, there's a lot yeah. of stories out there where, where people have suffered literal abuse in some form or another from a leader that they've trusted. Yeah. Uh, and it can be relational, physical, sexual, spirit. I mean, there's all the, all the things. Uh, and so when, when that trust is used to betray and, and, and gain something that is not, uh, that is broken or sinful and, and wrong mm -hmm. that I think where is where a lot of hurt is, is experienced. And I think there's also a lot of hypocrisy that happens, um, in the yeah. church. Um, and, and that's, what's tough is like, you said, like hope of the world, but also it's a, we're still, still made broken. up of people that yeah. are broken. Yeah. So like, but, um, when there's hypocrisy or there's a decision made or a, a, bad, a poor decision personally in, in someone's life, usually in leadership, it's usually coming from someone yeah. a, a little further along. Um, and if it's not handled properly too, I mean, that, yeah. that happens a lot where 
uh, we'll try and cover it up and we don't actually admit to it. We don't like, there's not transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to then trust, you know, a lot of people come away. I, I don't know if I can trust the, the entire organization, the entire institution, the concept of church, right. uh, is, is broken now to me. So, yeah. you know, I also think there's this piece of like, as the leader of the church, like who's helping you be accountable mm. to how you're handling situations? Like, are you running by other pastors? Do you have mentors in your life? Things like that, because it can be intentional or unintentional. That's the hard thing about yeah. it. Like it's so easy to have good intention in your mind and then it gets off skew a little bit and it ends up hurting someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, have, have you ever experienced firsthand church hurt? Yeah, like I said, I, in in the home for sure, my parents um, and being in church leadership and feeling like they were let uh, let out of the the kind of supportive mm-hmm. environment that they they were expecting from leadership, yeah. um, and just kind of mistreated and left uh, out uh, when things were hard. Uh, and so I saw them deal with that and, and really wrestle, and it be a very painful couple seasons. We've had a co- there were a couple church situations growing up where it ended like my dad had had a really successful ministry, um, going and and was going strong, but then something outside of that kind of changed that. And and it wasn't that he felt, he didn't feel the support, uh, that, that he expected. So that, that was hard. Both my parents have, have really wrestled with recovering from that hurt and trusting in, in church leadership. So what about, what about you? Yeah, man, unfortunately I have, felt it in a, in a few different ways. Mm. Um, some small and some pretty heavy, some mm. that I'm still dealing with now. Mm. Like, I think you kind of mentioned like you you had to watch your parents kind of go through a process. It's not just a one day I'm hurt and next day I just wipe it away and mm. I'm good. Like it's a process. And I think you do have to really deal with it and you have to, um, you know, seek other wise counsel, mm. uh, about it. But uh, one, one simple example for me is I was asked to be a part of a task force about a specific topic and did a bunch of research. I traveled around to other churches trying to find how they handled this thing. And, and, uh, like a whole group of us just really put up, put a lot of time and effort into getting the answers that we were requested to get. And when we presented it to the church, it was pretty much blown off. Mm. And so there was a lot of time and effort and that that was a small one, but man, when you're, when you feel like there's something about like a leader calling you to step into something that you haven't done before and then do all that work. And, you know, you might like, I'm not trying to pretend like that was a major thing, but it definitely opened my eyes to some stuff and I had to sort of process through, Mm. um, you know, without getting too sappy, there was a bunch of other things that, you know, I've been through and, and like I mentioned, I'm still working through, but I know right now, just look, we looked at the stats, you know, up to 60% of mm-hmm. Christians. So, um, and I think, by the way, uh, just to chime in, I, the other thing, even saw a study that 40% of non-church going Americans, so like outside mm, the church, yeah, one of the reasons that they, they avoid churches is because of negative church yeah. experiences. So like, both like in the church and outside Mm -hmm. the church, the church can be the problem. Yeah. And doesn't it seem like all the time that it is like the guy who's got some TV time or some Mm -hmm. fame or popularity. And it's like, man, not another guy giving Christ a bad name. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a pain, but we have a lot of people listening right now who are for sure in the middle of dealing with what church hurt looks like. And, 
And how do you think they can start to deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think first is is figuring out what it is. Like we said at the beginning, is it church hurt or is it accountability and conviction? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what is to what degree is the 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 hurt? Um, yeah. Because there are a lot of situations that you know something needs to be done legally, or you know who do you need to talk to? Like there are certainly plenty of cases of, of suffering and hurt inside the church that must be handled with, with accountability, uh, with people being, you know, taken it like there's, so there's that category. Right. And then there's the, probably where most people fall is in between those two, where it's not as serious uh, as the, as an extreme that needs like counseling and, and legal follow-up. Um, but is okay. Like there's hypocrisy or my small group, like did a really shady thing and left us out or, you know, whatever it Mm -hmm, is, like, mm -hmm. how do you heal from that? And I think figuring out where, where do you lie on that spectrum is an important first step. Yeah. That's, that's huge, man. I mean, and, and you know, we, we mentioned it already that, you know, you're dealing with people who are fallible. Mm -hmm. Like we aren't perfect. We can be hypocritical and hopefully not intentionally, Mm -hmm. but we aren't perfect. We're trying. Um, but I think it's important to identify that church hurts a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's okay to feel it. It's good to feel it so that you can work through it. Um, but you got to start with simple things like really understanding the difference between that church leader and who God is. Mm -hmm. What's the character of God? So studying some of those, like God loves justice and mercy and humility. And, Mm -hmm. and so if you've been hurt by someone, don't take it out on God, Mm -hmm. like process it. Right. And it starts with just kind of understanding who's God, who God's character is. Um, know that he's for you. Mm -hmm. Right. He says that he's for the, the poor in spirit, the grief stricken, Mm -hmm. you know, the brokenhearted, the, the peacemakers, he's for the, for those people. And if you're feeling that he's for you and he wants to connect to you. And I think, um, another biggest, big thing in my mind is Jesus. I always like to look at what Jesus did. And when you look at his life, he walked this earth and he cared about the people that were hurting. Mm-hmm. Like it so often it said that he healed every single person in the city that he came to. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty big task yeah. and it is good proof that he cares. So what are, what are some other things mm-hmm. that people might be able to do to kind of understand and know the character of God and kind of separate that from the person who might have offended you? Yeah, I think, I mean, the first thing I thought of was 1 Corinthians chapter 3, where, where the Corinthians church is like, they're trying to follow, mm-hmm. what leader am I following? What, you know, megastar pastor, is it Paul? Is it Apollos? Like, and Paul's like, it's not about, it's not about the church leader. It's not about us. It's about the Lord. We're, we're just all part of the, the family. We're all, we've got our all our, our role and our, and, and we're working towards this, mm-hmm. but it's not about the leader up front. And so I think kind of to your point is validating what is hurt, f- figuring out what is hurt, where is it legit, talking to the right people that need to hear and walking through that process. And, and it takes, it can take months, it can take years, it can take a lot of work to yeah. heal, but being able to try and as best as we can separate the, the, the humanity of the church, uh, with who God is like, this mm-hmm. is, we are not part of a man-made structure. We're following Jesus and, and we're following leaders who are following Jesus, but that means they're still going to fall. Yeah. And, and having, 
enough grace and it's tough because you, you still have accountability like grace for yeah. that and certainly grace for the lord and going okay this is not how god is uh in my life yeah but also having account it's it's both it's it's, yeah. it's not easy it's definitely not easy man i i'm so with you on that and you know um i think one of the things that i wanted to say is this is a tough thing and if you don't have someone in your life who you can walk through with this the enemy wants to separate you. Mm-hmm. The enemy wants to beat you down. So don't let them. Like, literally reach out. Like, go to menofiron.org, click on contact us, shoot us a message. We'd love to talk to you. Like, and we're not, we're not specialists in mm-hmm. this, but we love the Lord and we love who the Lord loves, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, feel free to do that. We do have a challenge for you this week again. Um, and really what we're, what the challenge is, is kind of some homework for you. And it, it's, it's really to look into further who God's character is, find out who he is and why he, um, he is worth pursuing. And then, uh, um, another thing that is even more difficult in my mind is work through the process to forgive the one who offended you. Man, that is a tough thing in itself, yeah. right? It's a whole nother podcast, Jeff. But, but the forgiveness piece isn't really for them. It's for yeah. you and for right. your healing process. So mm-hmm. um, God calls us to forgive and it's hard, but man, work through what that process looks like for you and, and do your best to get there. Mm-hmm. And again, I think just to go back to the same point of if, if it is a serious situation that needs attention from, uh, you need to go to the right people and talk. I mean, this isn't forgive and forget and move yeah, on no, like no, that no. is not the, the our point it's figuring out where what is the line of of the hurt and if there's needs to be steps involved that like what, counseling legal issues go to your church leadership or board mm. or who needs to hear because there are serious abuse we need to take care of that yeah um so anyway yeah no that's good stuff man hey um we're thankful again that you've hung out with us for a little bit uh, you know, next week we have another big topic and we're going to be talking about faith through suffering, man. If these faith talks for men aren't like hitting you, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm feeling it, but we're thankful for you. God bless you. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to our Men of Iron podcast. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you go to menofiron.org or you can hit the subscribe button. You can ring the notification bell. That way you don't miss out on any future episodes. But again, thanks for checking out Men of Iron.